every entrepreneur really needs to ask himself, are you doing this because you have to be this person who exited uh, a company uh, or had some sort of specific success or, or are you just doing it because this is what you enjoy? And, and if the answer is the, the former, then don't start a company. That's the first thing I, w- I would say. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. 20 Minute Leaders is a proud supporter of Make-A-Wish Israel and Tech2Peace and is in proud collaboration with Secret Chord Ventures, J Ventures, Riverside FM, Fusion VC, Birthright Excel, J Impact, Leap, Google for Startups, and Hippo, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Hello and welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Today, I am with a friend, Ron Ryder, the co-founder and CTO of Centra, an experienced entrepreneur who sold his company to Oracle in 2016 and went on to invest in over a dozen new startups. After serving in Unit 8200, Ron spent 15 years in various managing positions in data engineering, cybersecurity, and cloud infrastructure. I can't believe we're already 40 people at Centra. Obviously, when people are going to hear this, we're all going to be like 60 or 70. And so uh, it's not even going to be a relevant uh, data point. But, but really, you know, your, your journey as an entrepreneur is, you know, really it's like this sort of like this entrepreneurial dream that I think so many of us are, are looking at, especially here in Startup Nation. The people that you're doing this with, Yuav and, and Asaf, are, are incredible entrepreneurs. And so... Um, uh, very, uh, I, I'm very excited to hear about your perspective on your own tech leadership, you know, a, a geek by training, if you will, uh, and a serial entrepreneur. So Ron, if you look back really, first of all, 30,000 feet in the air, Ron Ryder, who, who, who is Ron Ryder? You know, how do you think about yourself? Uh, that's an interesting question. Um, I think, you know, if you ask someone, you know, across you know, who is Ron Ryder? I think uh, you would you would find that I'm uh, very central uh, in the Israeli ecosystem of startups. Um, a lot of people know me usually with uh, a, a good reference uh, as someone who is, uh, 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 you know, fun to work with and, you know, and, and strong technically. Um, that's, I think, what, what people usually think about me. Um, the reason I think, or the, the, the way I got to it is, is mostly because, um, I care about relationships. Um, I, I meet uh, a lot of people. I, I, I mingle a lot. I create a lot of, uh, forums and a lot of groups. For example, uh, one of the things I did is, uh, to create, uh, a group called YACV that has almost 6,000 members of the military intelligence uh, alumni. Um, that, uh, you know, it's kind of a group that helps people find jobs and, and, uh, send CV to friends and, and refer people, uh, to one, to one another. Um, I was kind of always in, the, you know, trying to be kind of central, uh, because it's, it's, I think it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a mental thing I have. Like I just, I just, it's very important for me, for people to like me, work hard in this division of, you know, making sure that people like me. I think that's kind of who I am. Um, why is it also, important yeah. in your, in your, in your side of the arena? I mean, why, why is this an important part of sort of your success as, as a tech leader? These, you're putting relationships as a, as a big cornerstone. Why is that? Well, I, 
And there's the, you know, the official answer and the non-official answer. I think the, 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 the formal answer, the, the formal answer is, uh, that, um, you know, I think entrepreneurship is very much based on and relationships and, and connections and, you know, managing people is also about relationships and, and, and being good with people. Leadership is all about understanding people, empathizing people, respecting people, being good with the, you know, building relationships. And I think uh, if you want to be a good entrepreneur, you have to make sure uh, that people like you and like working for you. Um, that's why it's important as an entrepreneur. You know, as a developer, it's really not important. Um, <laughs> but it is important uh, for, for entrepreneurs or managers uh, and so forth. But the non-formal answer, I would, I would say that um, it's just um, some sort of mental um, issue I have. I don't, I don't think it's something that you have to have, you know. No one, I think it, it, it comes with a big toll. You know, if you care too much about what people think about you, it's not, a, not always a good life. It's very hard right. to manage, you know, your life thinking all the time, what will people think about me, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Tell me a little bit about your philosophy, your leadership philosophy. So you're a serial entrepreneur, you're going about this journey now also with other people who have quite extensive experience in, in managing talented people. Who, who is Ron, not necessarily just, you know, a person who cares about relationships, but as a, but as a leader, what is your leadership style like? Um, so I uh, lead by example and um, I manage people uh, by empathizing with them. Uh, really, I would, I see what they want to achieve and I tell them basically, listen, I, I can help you become what you want. You know, just follow me and, and trust me. I know, I know what you need. This is kind of the message that I try to lead with. Um, as an engineering manager, it's all about, you know, career development, uh, understanding, uh, um, you know, what, what, are, what are the goals, uh, the self-actualization goals of, of the engineer usually. Uh, there are some. Um, and, and that's kind of how I, how I manage uh, um, in that sense, I think in terms of uh, being an entrepreneur in general, um, it, it's uh, I, I see myself as someone who people you know want to be right. So a lot of the, uh, the a lot of people who work for me, are kind of I one of the promise, promises I, I tell them I, I I talk about is you know if you want to be successful, and a successful entrepreneur, you know this is what you need to to do. You have to you know, come and work for me. And, and see, you know, how, how it's being done, how startups are being done. That worked for like 50 people, right? <laughs> After 50 people, what you need to do is you need to build a company, actually build a company. And, and then it becomes, uh, you know, a, a, a game of culture. Uh, you have to build something, a, a, you know, a culture of people that you, you know, people just want to join in regardless of, of, of my direct leadership. Um, uh, that, that's, I would say, that, you know, my two cents. And so tell me a little bit about your own internal balance, Ron, the, the engineer, Ron, the, the CTO and Ron, the leader who is, who is trying to help people, you know, how, how do you bridge those gaps? Because I'm sure that also in the day to day, especially as you're growing very quickly and you have experience also in Oracle and other companies, how, how are you balancing those, those different personas in the day to day? It doesn't sound like a trivial, like a trivial task. Correct. Because first of all, uh, uh, personally, I actually really like to code. It, it's one of the things that I'm, uh, 
uh, really enjoy. I really enjoy coding. So, so it, I have a, a constant uh, a dilemma, right, between going like looking inbound and, and and seeing what what's going on in the in the technology and focusing inbound versus going outbound and, and looking outwards and you know seeing uh, uh, people, you know, the customers, uh, what you know, the media. Uh, understanding, you know, how, how people see us as, as a company to, if they want to work for us or so forth. And so, um, I'm balancing between these two. I think, uh, uh, it's very hard for me because my, my, uh, I'm kind of an introvert, which means I kind of want to focus on the inside and, and make sure, you know, just focus on building something, right? I'm a builder, but what I basically, uh, learned my, I taught myself to do is I would, I would basically, I, I look at the companies to what I'm trying to build, right? So if you look at the company, it's something you're trying to build, then you're, you're basically, you know, you have to understand the dynamics of the, of the world and understand that to build a great company, you have to build a great culture and, and company is all about people, right? So, uh, um, so I really focus on, on that side. Um, I would say 30% of my time I, I give to actually, you know, working on technology, focusing on the product and everything. Uh, and you know, 30% is more about like building the company in terms of the, 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 the leadership, the culture, the, the, you know, management, uh, um, just overall things. And, and the other, you know, 30, 40%, uh, is things that I actually enjoy less, which is to, uh, go outwards, right. And advocate for my company. And, you know, I'm the first, uh, sales engineer and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I get, uh, investors, uh, to invest in me and, and, you know, just everything that it relates to talking to people as an introvert, as you know, it's not, it's not my number one thing I, that I, I enjoy doing, but I've learned to be good at it. Um, so it's sometimes it seems like I enjoy it, but it's not, uh, it's not what I would, I, if I would be born tomorrow as some, as a new person, I would just go and be a developer, right? Amazing. I love that. Tell me a little bit about uh, Centra and what you're doing. Uh, it's a very, very cool company. Thank you. Uh, so Centra is the data security company. Uh, we're building uh, something called the DSPM, a uh, 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 data security posture management solution. Uh, basically what Centra does uh, in a nutshell is it looks, it connects to your uh, public cloud account and, and SaaS and that, for example, Snowflake. Um, understands where all your sensitive data is automatically using an agentless approach. So basically it discovers all the data, find, uh, classifies it and finds the sensitive data using classification and then understands the security posture of it. And, and for example, is a database secure that's holding sensitive data? Is the data being copied? Is it being accessed? Is it being, is it moving somewhere that's not supposed to move? Uh, and then we generate, uh, alert based on policies that basically tell you that uh, your data is, is safe and secure in, in your public cloud. Um, we raised $23 million last year from uh, Bessemer Ventures and Oren Zev. And uh, you mentioned it briefly, but I have three uh, co-founders. Uh, Yoav Regev, who is the CEO, he was the head of the cybersecurity department in uh, Unit 8200, where I also served in the army. You know him, he was also your manager. Uh, and uh, he's, uh, he managed about roughly 1,000 people. Uh, and, uh, uh, along he, with him is the Saf Kohan. He's the, he was the head of Unit 8200, which is about 10,000 people. Uh, and then, uh, Yeir Cohen, he is the, he's the VP product and he was product manager at a few companies such as Datadog and, uh, Microsoft, uh, uh, information, Azure information protection and, uh, the CASB, which was, uh, Adalon. Um, 
So basically four co-founders, uh, uh, 40 people uh, were you know, already uh, with paid customers, uh, growing fast. Uh, yep. The dream. Take me back to those first days. You know, you're just starting out. Um, what, what are some of the underlying understandings that you have about the world? As you're thinking about the problem space, the vision of what Centra is representing, you know, as an opportunity for the world, what are those underlying understandings that you're bringing to the table that, you know, the average person may not be thinking about as we go in our day to day? So, um, in general, what, uh, what I, I kind of understood is, I know I want to build a big company. I want to build a company that solves a big issue and I want to, a big problem. And I want to, uh, uh be beneficial for the world. Uh, I've noticed that uh, there has been this huge gap in, in the world in terms of uh, data uh, that people don't um, understand enough how much the, you know, the problem of securing your data is, is, is going to be huge in the next decade. Because what happens is that the world is becoming more and more data centric. If, you know, software was the king in 2010, now data is the new king. Um, everyone, you know, monetizing on data, understanding uh, uh, that data is, is going to be the new oil and they're starting to use it. And this usage is basically uh, uh, is causing uh, a security issue because the usage of data, uh, is, unlike you know infrastructure or something like that, is, is about copying data to places. So you start copying and copying and copying the data, and then you want more people to access the data because you want more people to get new use of data so your company can be to grow faster and, and be and, and worth more, right? So is it that kind of balance between, uh, um, you know, using the data kind of, uh, interferes with, with the, 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 the need to secure the data, right? Because if you want to secure it, you have to make sure that it doesn't get replicated and that no one is touching certain data, which isn't authorized. Um, and there's a huge and growing gap in this world that nothing can actually take care of. There's hmm. no product today that can automatically understand where your sensitive data is and monitor the functions that actually cause uh, um, a potential data leaks uh, uh, in real time to understand what is going on with your data security, right? So that's kind of what we understood. We we started with a problem, and slowly uh, we understood, you know, okay, what what where is the problem right now? Where do we need to focus? We decided to focus on the public cloud infrastructure first before we go into the SaaS applications. But you know, there's a a big issue with SaaS applications data being copied to SaaS applications as well. Um, but uh, overall, the, the problem was clear. People in the, uh, uh, in the enterprises do not know where their sensitive data is, and they understand that their engineers have access to the data. They don't want to take that access to the, to the data. They want to make sure that they keep running with, with, uh, uh, what they, with the tools that they're using, and they don't want to constrain them, but, but they do want to make sure that it, they're doing their job correctly. And if there's something wrong, that they can fix it and know about it as soon as possible. That's kind of where mm-hmm. I came from. And then it kind of sounds like this is the type of problem that gets exacerbated over time. It, it grows exponentially with, with the emergence of cloud technology over the last few years and these di- different data lakes and the microservices and, and how you have different players and different stakeholders that are injecting sensitive data on, you know, on their own consent because we believe in developer autonomy and we want to move fast and break things. But then uh, obviously we're creating a world where uh, data lives everywhere and uh, our ability to, to maintain in the integrity of, 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 of where it is is slacking, right? Exactly. That is exactly the problem you're solving. You pitch it very accurately. The amount of data is growing exponentially. The amount of people who are accessing data is growing exponentially. 
the data right now, the, the, most of the enterprises don't even have a significant amount of uh, data footprint on the cloud. Even if they have cloud, they haven't even begun to utilize it. Um, you know, Snowflake is, is a good example of a driver of that. But there's a ton of SaaS services that also drive that uh, uh, as well. Everything, the cloud world, you know, including uh, IS Pass and, and SaaS, is just the beginning. We're just at the beginning of, of this data explosion. Incredible. Going into this journey, after a few years at Oracle, serial entrepreneur, sold your previous startup, how, how, are you, how did you approach this journey differently? Well, what did you learn from your previous experiences that coming in here, you're saying, you know what, this is, these are some things that the new Ron is taking with him? Yeah, so uh, obviously a lot of things. Um, yeah. I think the most significant by far uh, thing that I took from, from the, the previous startup is the way that I approach entrepreneurship. Um, previously in my first startup, I was only thinking about succeeding. I was thinking about selling my company and nothing else. And that's called a goal, goal oriented approach. Um, that is not a very healthy way to live your life because every time it's kind of a going on a roller coaster because every time something that makes you feel like you're approaching your goal gives you a high, but every time Something happened that, you know, makes you understand or feel that you're, you're going to get away from their goal. You, you immediately get depressed from it. Uh, and anxious, you know, it, it was, it led me to really bad places. You know, I, I really felt like I lost a few years of my life because of that. <laughs> um, but eventually I was lucky enough to sell my company and it was, you know, a great, uh, outcome for me and for my founders and my co-founders and, and the team. Um, but uh, what I learned is that this is the wrong approach. What you need to do is you need to wake up every morning and ask yourself, are you enjoying your life? Do you go to work happy? Are you doing what you invest, you enjoy? And if the answer is no, then you need to change something, right? So this is why I, I started the company because I realized that what I enjoy is the act of starting a company. I don't care if what really happens and I'm mentally right, right? I don't care if my company... Uh, uh, crashes for some reason in, in a year from now, right? It, it's not something that defines me. I don't, I don't feel that, you know, make me less of a person if that happens. And that, that realization is really what I took with me. And I think that every entrepreneur really needs to ask himself, are you doing this because you have to be this person who exited uh, a company? Uh, or had some sort of specific success or, or are you just doing it because this is what you enjoy? And, and if the answer is the, the former, then don't start a company. That's the first thing I would, I would say, <laughs> you know, but I did learn a lot of things. I think that the second most important thing, um, is about uh, relationships and, and your co-founding team. I think that you, uh, a lot of entrepreneurs go into a relationship that they don't really uh, fully realize and understand what they're going into, um, the extent of their job as well as the extent of the relationship that they're building with their co-founders, really getting into a, a, um, a company and uh, getting, you know, a co-founders is, is not less than marriage. Really, it's, it's legally and conceptually, it's kind of the same. Uh, you have to really, really, really love and appreciate and respect and admire the person that you are working with. You have to, Regev uh, 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 said it very interestingly. He said that if you see the person calling you and and it makes you happy when you see that name this then it's a good uh, that this is your co-founder 
if you see the, the name, you know, if you see him calling and you have this feeling that you don't want to answer right now, that's not your guy, right? So make sure that you, you know, want to marry your co-founders before you, you start a company. And of course, I could say a thousand more things, but uh, I can only imagine. And I just love how how intentional you are about this whole thing. And it sounds like you're, you're you've done a lot of work, in, you know, internally also to understand what type of leader do you what you want to be. And you're you're clearly defining your priorities from, you know, working with the people that you're developing. Um, and you're, you as a tech leader, you as an engineer, uh, the, the different stages on your entrepreneurial career. And obviously the conviction that you have with Centra and what, and, and not just the, the interesting problem space, but the way that you're approaching the people that you work with, choosing the right co-founders. And so I'm taking with me from this conversation, a lot of the, the great advice, but at the same time, the intentionality that you bring to a lot of these questions that you're raising here. Uh, which obviously every person will have a different answer, but at least the act of asking them sounds sounds quite important. So Ron, thank you so much. Best of luck with Centra. I really appreciate your time. I'll let you go back to running an amazing company and uh, stay safe and stay healthy. Thank you very much. Thank you. 